Today on the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast, we're talking about Luke Cage Season 2, Episode 7, on and on. All that right after this. Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast. My name is Matthew Carroll. And I'm Jeff Randall. Hey, Jeff Randall. So, this was a really good episode. Um, I should (laughs) have known... I should have known, full spoiler alert, everybody. Um, I should have known that as soon as they gave Comanche that much character development in the last episode. Oh, he was dead. He was, he he was, was so dead. dead. For. <laughs> I hate that I know that. I hate that that's the only time they give people character development. It kind of drives me nuts. But I did, yeah, it, it was it was pretty clear that something was coming. Um with with one of them and I and Shade is far Shades is far too interesting to uh to to leave behind. Um do you think that Shades knows Mariah's in danger? He saw the fire and he didn't seem rattled by it at all. I think that he is at a point to where he just doesn't give a damn about anything. Yeah. Cuz he just had to kill his best friend. Well, he also said I should have seen through that shit. Yeah, what, what do you think that say, says about me? What does me? that say about me? And do you think that means that he is... I think he's reevaluating. Yeah, he's reevaluating things for sure. Um, and I don't know. I'm, I'm, watching, I'm watching that fire burn and him not look upset. And it makes me think, okay, is his... Because he also asked Mariah a couple episodes ago to sell the club to him. So, like, is he just trying to become the king of his own hill, which is the club... And doesn't really care about Mariah? Is this all a play? Or does he care about Mariah and he's reevaluating uh, his own his own ethics as a hard thug? Like, is he reevaluating the fact that, like, he, he didn't see through his best friend that, w- that was actually a snitch? as like, the worst thing you can be. So what has he been doing uh, sidling up to Mariah, you know? I... I don't know cuz he knows that he knows that Bushmaster is taking over. He knows that Bushmaster has like stolen all of you know everything. They know that Piranha's dead, so what Bushmaster would have done before killing Piranha is take everything, like get him to sign over power of attorney and all that. So well, it sounds he like transfers he, It sounds like he did steal all the money. And yeah, it looks he, like and the club. He did. We saw the the money get deducted from her account, and I'm so all betting that is done. he signed over the club. So there's no point in Shades sidling up to Mariah now because she doesn't have anything. Hmm. So I think at this point he's saying, you know, she doesn't have anything. I have been blinded by all of this by my emotions. Like I just need to hang out, assess, and see where everything falls. And I think that's what he's what he's doing. <clears throat> yeah. I gotta say, Which, man, this was one of the most emotional episodes of television I've ever seen. Hmm. That's awesome, man. Um I, I thought it was really great. Uh they did they did do a good so 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 often there's shows that do exactly this and I hate it. When you set up a character, you've never really had much... You don't take the time to really establish the characters earlier. And then the, the episode the episode before or the episode that you kill them, you give them tons of character development. Um, and 
I don't know. It's something The Walking Dead does a ton of. If yeah. if you're watching The Walking Dead and you see someone with a lot of character development, they're probably dead that episode. They're dying very <laughs> soon. And it's like they're just trying to handle this huge ensemble cast. But this did not feel bad to me. And normally I hate that on The Walking Dead because I'm just like, you're telegraphing what you're doing. This, this is... This is supposed to feel like a show where anyone could die at any moment, but I can always tell who's going to die based on which, which character you're giving the most screen time to um, and the most emotional scenes. Uh, but this did not feel that way to me, um, and I don't know exactly why. It just felt more deliberate. And, and for one thing, these stories feel small. Like I don't feel like the story is bloated and over oversaturated. Um, and so Comanche's been there since the beginning, and so to give him a little character development and then, you know, have it be his downfall. Um, and, I mean, we've been we've been seeing that he's been meeting with that cop the whole season. And so we've gotten a little bit along that we know we know what who he is and what he what he's about. Um, but but that that last episode just really let the two of built up the two of their relationship. And so to have shades kill him was really rough. Yeah. Yeah. Like. That broke my heart for Shades. Yeah. And I did not know that I could feel so strongly, like, uh, so, I guess, endeared to a, a straight-up gangster like well, Shades is. I don't feel endeared to him anymore, um, and I'll tell you why. It would have endeared me to him when he walked over and he tried to give his best friend a last final happy moment and started talking about the things they did as a kid together. Yeah. You remember when we stole those hot dogs? That that moment was beautiful. And I wish they'd left it there. Well, I don't, because I like what they've... They, they, they've kind of made me hate Shades at this point. I cared about him up You're until that moment. You're supposed to. I know, you know? I know, I know. But like, up until that moment, they did this great job of making me care for him, even though he's a horrible man. And then they tur- they turned it and really twisted... They had him... He, he really twisted the knife in his own best friend by saying... I should have seen it then, you know, or like I, I, I that st- that shit blinded me, um, you know. I didn't see the snitch in you, yeah. And, and like, and, and his friends lie on the floor dying and crying, and he is, and he just coldly makes him have his last thoughts be how he failed, you know. Um, instead yep. of, I thought it was going to be a beautiful moment among friends, and instead it was just a really character developing how. <laughs> how cold shades really is um and that shades is rough man <laughs> yeah yeah I, oh god this whole thing just uh this episode was like it was breaking my heart all over the place like i feel really bad for shades i honestly like i felt bad for him in the moment and then like I, you know he's progressing however he's progressing like he's you know delving into madness maybe i don't know but like i don't know where he's gonna land and like i'm kind of sad for him and like you hate him so i kind of like i feel like you're talking me into wanting to hate him but then i'm kind of <laughs> resisting it because i don't want i don't want to hate him i mean you 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 do you like, man. I, I, I know just, and i don't like, I, like sad I don't for like him character I I hate I hate the character, not the performance of the actor. I really love what they're oh, doing. Oh God, Theo Rossi's killing it. Yeah, really. And really then like good. when Luke and his dad were having their conversation, and DW interrupts that. I'm like, no, stop! Don't interrupt this. 
Like, just let Mariah die so that him and his dad can hash it out. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. They, they, the first time they did the, did the kind of quick cuts between those two storylines, I was like, uh, what, what's going on? I felt like it was a mess up in the editing the very first time because they, they went to Luke for this very important thing. And, and they gave him, like, two lines, and then it cut back to Mariah. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> and then I realized that what they are doing. Go back and forth and back and now, forth. Yeah, but. it's very. it was very deliberate and, like, beautiful. It was, that's, the way that they told that was amazing. Yeah. Because you've got this, like, this big reveal of vengeance on one side with the bad guys. And, you know, they're like the bad guys on bad guys basically and there's vengeance coming through there and then flip it over and then there's like this story of of forgiveness happening where somebody is trying to forgive and be forgiven and some and the other part is like i don't know that i can i'm still holding on to it it's hard but they want to you know and yeah. uh, it's just the two sides of this this human interaction going on it's just so fucking good oh my god yeah it really it really is um i felt very connected to luke in this in this storyline my, my dad is also yep. a pastor who has had his own um moral failings in my lifetime uh, which we all do but my dad has had some similar not exactly similar but um he's had his own shit and and so like watching this was very um it was very, it was very interesting. It, honestly, this character reminds me a lot of my father, <laughs> so it's kind of, it's kind of hard to watch, um, and not feel overly connected to it. Yeah, yeah, and just everything that's that's happening now. All of these stories are just intertwined and and weaving, and like I, I'm speechless over how amazing this show has has gotten. It's pretty darn good. God, and there's six more episodes. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I don't. Yeah, they've they've gotten so. Okay, we got to talk about the the sting. The last thing in this episode, Mariah wants to hire Luke, and yep. and that like that face Luke makes was I cracked up. I, I laughed so hard at a. At, he's like, "What did I start with this whole hire hero for hire thing?" <laughs> yep, which yep. we didn't mention. Uh, but wait, was it this episode? Yeah, it was this episode. They actually where... said Hero for Hire? Oh, no, no. no. Um, it, it was uh, earlier. It was at the end of last episode. Um, I just remember Piranha saying... Actually, I, know, I think it was this. It was It was two episodes ago. No, no, they said... They said uh, uh, hire, hire a hero or whatever in the same sentence, but uh, I think it was either this one or the one before it where, where Piranha was like, you're my hero for hire or something like that. Like, he actually said... Hero for Hire, which I thought was pretty great. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, that was that was the last episode where they were talking in the um, in the old theater. Man, the That's where he was saying it. Such a such a crazy couple days between all these episodes we're watching, and uh, and all my work. I just everything's running together. I just feel like I feel like that was this morning, but it wasn't. <laughs> was Luke playing music? Was he in the crowd? Or was that me? <laughs> all blending all of it like did i kick a hole in a wall i don't know did you (laughs) uh no no that was definitely luke not this time not this time (laughs) um and so like they found piranha's head 
being eaten by piranhas. So I, I kind of saw that coming. I was just like, yeah, I heard a splash. That's obviously piranha being eaten by piranhas. It might just be his head knowing Bushmaster. <laughs> and then it was aquarium. <laughs> very much exactly what I was expecting Bushmaster to do. Uh, particularly I, I, as, soon as, as soon as he said, he comes there and he's like, so you like fish? And like I was like, oh, no. <laughs> no. He's going to get it. So uh, how did you feel about Luke pretty much immediately uh, kind of shrugging off the paralysis and swimming to the surface? I thought it was a little weird. It seemed a little sudden. Yeah. It was like it was like whatever that stuff he did was only a mental game. Like, it was all in his head. He was able to just overcome it through sheer fear, uh, sheer force of will, like, which didn't seem like the case uh, last episode. <laughs> it's a, yeah. You know. I don't know. I mean, like, maybe the water washed it away or something. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> It was a little weak. A little weak. <laughs> yeah, it, um... And it, they didn't really explain it very well. No, we, we, we don't know like, about that ah. stuff. Yeah. Well, we don't even know what it was, other than, like, it's some powder that he pulled out of his pocket. Like, do you just walk around with pocket full of shit like that? I mean, I do. <laughs> in case you need to Mostly blow it in somebody's devices. face. So I got, I, got a power, I got a power bank for my phone, which I... I'm excited about, but uh, the thing that's weird about it is I just feel like I've got so many cables and wires hanging off me when I'm trying to, like, walk around with a power bank in my pocket. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, but that's reasonable. He just had, like, a pocket full of dust. Yeah, no, it was a little weird. Some sort of dust. Ah, uh, no, like, does he ever accidentally, like, put his phone in that pocket and, like, pull it out and be like, ah, damn it, ah, damn. <laughs> 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 Somebody get me the, the air duster. Yeah, I'm, I'm assuming he came with that special, specially ready for, for Luke. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm gonna leave my phone at home. <laughs> Don't want to get it all dusty. All magic <laughs> dusty. Um, we got our first team up, well, real, like... We're we're now working together as vigilantes team yeah. with Misty and Luke, which is pretty great. And it was so funny when when she was just beating the shit out of guys, and Luke is just watching, just like, huh, Oh, she's wow, okay. I thought for sure um, Tilda was dead. Yeah, when when she when I he when so he too. said, "Let's see if you're a better son than I was, or you're a better child than I was, or whatever." Um, Better daughter than I was a son. Yeah, uh, that was. Uh, I thought I thought she was going to stick around too long and get herself in trouble, which she did. But that's I mean that's the show we're watching. Luke Cage saved them, <laughs> and honestly, uh, Mariah lying on the ground asking for Luke's or, or being shocked that Luke helped her and asking for him to work for her um, was kind of powerful in that it seems like she might have a chance here to maybe get out of the life or maybe. Uh, you know, she's at least looking to hire a good guy if she's not going to, like, maybe break the cycle a little bit. Um, yeah, which yeah. Which, what, I, what I, I love about that is the fact that Luke's actions can actually have impact on these people. And um, she just looked so shocked that he would help her. And that was that was kind of touching. So, yeah. let's see what happens yeah. when Luke Cage hires uh, is hired by Black Mariah. 
Yeah. Um, I think he's going to take the job. I think so. Do you think he's going to bring Misty along with him, or do you think Misty's too broken up over Ridenauer? Oh, no. I think uh, I don't think Misty gets broken up. I think she just gets angry. Yeah. At least, like, hmm. like she gets broken up, but she internalizes that shit and just continues working. That's how she deals with stuff, which is not completely healthy, but uh, it's, it's how she's going <laughs> to... I just lose rolls. myself in my work. Yeah. She's going to throw herself at her work and, uh, you know, get herself in some trouble. And it's going to be interesting. Yeah. So let's let's watch uh, let's watch the next episode, guys. Uh, if you're enjoying yeah. these, uh, you were halfway through now, but they should all be at Patreon.com right now. Um, so all of the Luke Cage episodes are up and live. If you want to become a Patreon subscriber, um, and here's a trick: you can go become a one dollar Patreon subscriber, pay like one time, and you get you get you get the episode, you get all the episodes. So or you know, you might do that, and you might be like, you know what? I like supporting these guys. Uh, so go over to Patreon.com, sign up. It's something you've been thinking about. If you're a podcast listener, there's tons of uh, podcasts. The thing that always is the uh, barrier for me to do that kind of stuff is I don't want to sign up on a new service and have to learn how to use it. <laughs> uh, but I tell you, Patreon is super easy. You, like, click three buttons, put in your credit card information, and you're there. Um, it's a trustworthy site and all that stuff, but uh, it's also just super easy. Um, and uh, I, I've, I've become patrons of a couple different things, and it's pretty great. Um, I just love that you're trying to talk everybody into it. Yeah, I'm, I'm just telling them the benefits and how easy it is, uh, for real. <laughs> that's, uh, it's, that's, all, that's all true. I know what I, it really does. People always give me this pitch on podcasts and YouTube videos. For years, I was like... I don't want to go. I mean, like, I I don't mind giving them a dollar, like a dollar a week. That's fine, but I don't want to like figure out how to use Patreon. <laughs> but you just figure it out once, and then you're there, and then you can uh, support all your favorite shows. It's pretty great. Um, we're the MC Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. Uh, we're at mcucast dot com at mcucast on Twitter, Facebook dot com slash mcucast, mcucast at gmail dot com, or you can call us at five seven three cast mcu. All those places you can leave feedback, and uh, we'll be doing lots of feedback episodes uh, once we get all these episodes out to the world. Um, we'll talk to you all real soon. Um, peace. Until next time, true believers. Uh-huh.